Hi, and welcome back to Miscommunicated. I'm Kim, your host. And this week, we're going to be talking about my fangirl experiences, um, which is honestly a very big chunk of my life um, so far on Earth. So it'll, it'll be a good time. But before we get into that, let's do our weekly rundowns. Um, I've actually had a really good week. Hopefully I'll be able to talk more about why um, next week. I think I will. Or it'll be sad, but I am expecting the best. So anyways, so my highs and my lows. Uh, my high this week would have to be, hmm. Oh, honestly, it really coincides with this today's theme which is fangirling and um I posted about Jonas Brothers on my story this past week because I was like trying to rehash some old memories and I then my friend from high school said oh are you gonna go on Wednesday and I was like well, what is Wednesday and she was like the Jonas Brothers are gonna be here and I was like what um, so I immediately, not immediately, but I was talking to my friend Vita and I was like, did you know the Jonas Brothers are going to be here this Wednesday? Did you, are we, like, I didn't even know anybody was touring right now. And so we went on, we were just going to get lawn tickets because that's what my friend said she got. Um, but then I saw, or Vita saw in a section that they're like, the next section like right below lawn um with seated tickets was like 25 dollars and i was like would we be stupid if we didn't go like we have to go right that's just the thing and i'm recording this on wednesday so that's tonight um but i guess the high was finding that out and booking it and going tonight so i still have to pick an outfit i'm yeah i think i'm gonna go with a look inspired by like their older merch if you guys know what i'm talking about like like silver and black that is that is the vibe that i think i'm i'm going to be that walking era um <laughs> uh i would have to say my low would be hmm ooh there has to be a low in there somewhere Ooh, my low would have to be, I have been having to shower so much. I mean, like, <laughs> that sounds bad, but I've been having to shower, like, every single day, and sometimes I forget that, like, what I mean is, like, I forget that I don't have to wash my hair every day, but my hair gets, like, super greasy really quick, and I've just been in this constant struggle for the past, like, I want to say four five years of like trying to train my hair so I don't have to wash it every day because some of my friends can go like I would say even like a week without washing their hair and I can't it's like 24 hours it's like my hair is like Cinderella like it's 24 hours and then it's greasy the the <laughs> Well, the um the ball the ball gown comes off at the, as the clock strikes 24 hours after I shower it's just grease town and I don't like that um but I don't I really don't think there's anything I can do about it at this point I'm sure there's like a magic shampoo out there that 
would help me but yeah it's just not my priority right now I'll get it together one day um so yeah I've been having to do that a lot recently uh because it's been so hot and also I've been shockingly doing a lot of things where I'm moving which is mostly cleaning my room um my room was in like a state of chaos for I want to say a whole uh, forever forever if I'm going to be completely honest um usually there's like three days where my room is like spotless and then I have to look for something and then I don't clean it after so um right now it's 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 not great (laughs) I'm like looking at it right now it's not great but you know I think I'm just like running out of room for things and I I did like a a closet clean out of my personal things and there are some things like I put aside to sell myself but majority of things I went to go sell at Buffalo Exchange just because like a lot of it was like ASOS and like Urban Outfitters and that kind of stuff or things I know wouldn't like sell immediately and if it's my clothes and they don't sell immediately I'm just gonna be like somehow it's gonna spiral into I have ugly clothes which I I know I don't um but that's just how my brain works sometimes uh so I don't know how we got there oh yeah because I was sweating because I was cleaning my room um and it got so bad that like my grandparents live with us now and I had my door open while I was cleaning my room and I was just like in the middle of my room with a bunch of shit around me and a lot I had to place some things in the closet just so it's like physically out of my room and my grandma opens the door and she's like do you need help and I was like no it's okay because I was so embarrassed about how much stuff maybe I feel like now I could probably ask her for help and I wouldn't be as embarrassed because I it's way less chaotic it's just like a matter of like getting little things into the spots they need to be um hopefully I can do that today before I leave for the concert which is not for like five hours so whatever it's okay we'll get to it and also my bed my bed's always disheveled anyways uh <laughs> my favorite song this week honestly I haven't been listening to too many songs um I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently um whether and that's it's all YouTuber podcasts also um another one that's not is Celebrity Memoir Book Club which is I found them through TikTok and it's basically the name they just read celebrity memoirs and I've I've listened to almost all of them all the recent ones at least and I it's so good I love it and they're comedians so like it has like a level of comedy to it and yeah I really their last episode was the Olivia Munn memoir and guys what what you know like how people were saying um I think even I, I made a TikTok about this. It's like, it's like catching wind again, which I'm like, <laughs> anyways, uh, about like, oh, are you written by a woman? Are you, are you written by a man? Or like, are you serving the female gaze? I'm written through the female gaze or something like that. Something like that. And I was listening to that episode and I was like, I think Olivia Munn is definitely catering to the male gaze. Uh, 
and or is written by a man and or i think they like go hand in hand um some of the things that she was saying in that book i mean i really hope she grew from them because i think they said it was like the 2000s early 2000s not early 2000s like the mid thousands perhaps that it was written in so i really hope she grew i i'm not entirely too sure uh but yeah i really like that podcast so if you like celebrity gossip but you don't like reading but you want to know what was in their books I would say go listen to Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Um, I'm literally so close to buying their Patreon because they have like an extra Patreon where they like go deeper into the book and like expose more gossip that might not be like good to air just publicly. Like they might get sued, I'm assuming. So I'm like so close. I forget what episode I was listening to that made me want to. Let me see. I think it was Janice Dickinson. Yeah, I think it was Janice Dickinson because Janice Dickinson, if you don't know who Janice Dickinson is, she was, she says that she's like the first supermodel, but you probably know her as one of the old judges on America's Next Top Model. She was the one that was always like super mean before Kelly Catrone. Um, so yeah. And she would like, she name dropped like everybody and they, she, they said that they didn't even name everybody that she name dropped so i think i might do the patreon just so i can do that um i support them so yeah that wasn't my favorite song but i haven't really listened to any new songs this week so i apologize on that um what i want to try oh i i already tried so last week i said i wanted to try the orange dreamsicle um cookie from crumble and i did it was like it was not what it's not (laughs) it didn't taste like orange like at all i got no orange flavor from it it really was just like a sugar cookie with like maybe a fart of orange maybe maybe like a toot not even a full fart of (laughs) orange so yeah that was a bit disappointing i really hope that the mochi donut place brings back the orange rheumsicle flavor because i really do think about that one a lot so yeah it was like it was whatever so it's okay i'm glad i tried it though because i probably would have thought about it if i didn't um what i want to try this week um i want to try getting back into tiktok (laughs) and i'll elaborate so i i still post like really i would say pretty often on tiktok but I do just like the most bare minimum type of things like just very light work Um, but I want to challenge myself and do things that I don't necessarily love doing I mean I like doing it I just don't like the mess that comes with it because I know I'm really bad at cleaning it up so like uh, back to school outfits I want to do for sure I want to start doing again like um, like because I usually don't edit them outside of the app so I usually just like do things that are already made sound wise but I wanna I had these ideas for like a while but I'm like there's no audio to go with it so like I should just film it and then edit it on iMovie and do it that way like how a lot of TikTokers do it 
Um, I just, it's just, <laughs> I hate editing so much, but for what I want to do, which is like albums. So I want to do like, uh, outfits inspired by albums, or maybe I'll do like a YouTube video. So I feel like maybe I'll do both. I'll do a YouTube video where I explain it and I'll do a TikTok where it's just the outfits. And therefore I am Miss Content Creator of the week. Uh, I need to get back into that. Uh, I just got lazy for a little bit, but I'm feeling more inspired because it is my seasons, Virgo season and Libra season. Um, half of my big six is Virgo and then my sun and moon is Libra. So, and also my other big six is in Leo. So I think this like, I think that's why I have so many fond memories between August and like October that's like my happiest times and I think it's because of it probably is about all my placements I don't know I don't really know too much about astrology uh, that was so long why did I talk for so much uh, oh my gosh also I realized I never explained the story behind my name uh, so I'm gonna do that really quick because I feel like this episode is gonna be a little bit long because I have a lot of fangirl phases uh, so miscommunicated came from Well, I've always wanted, if you don't know, if you don't remember, I went to college for film and television and I started thinking about, okay, like what would I want to do? And I was like, I really like TV. Like, I think TV is more my speed. Honestly, like I don't, at this point I, I would take either film or TV and like job wise. And so I was like, I want to make a television series. And then I was like, okay, what is it going to be about? Um, maybe I'll get more into the details about it, but I ended up naming it miscommunicated, but just like miscommunicated the word, not how I have it spelled on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I just had that idea maybe later down the road. once I talk more about like film and stuff, not like directly, but like about, I think it'll like coincide with like college and figuring out like what I want to do in life that aspect of it and because that was like a really big part of like okay yeah figuring out I want to be a producer but also I want to like create and be a director at some point um anyways so yeah the name of the series I made up was called miscommunicated I still feel very passionate about it and I think maybe just naming this podcast it and a lot of the stories from this podcast that I will share um will kind of coincide to the plot of the tv series I want to make and then um yeah I just kind of kept on thinking I wanted to start a podcast but I didn't know what to call it I was talking to my friend Sam on the phone and I mentioned the name and then she was like we were like kept on like spitballing other names but then I mentioned this one And then I just got really excited about it. And she was like, you should do that one because you weren't excited about any other names, but you were excited about this one. So thank you, Sam. She told me that if I didn't credit her at least a little bit, she would kill me. So I'm saved for one more day. (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of like the quick reason why I named this miscommunicated. Um, Also because a lot of the stories I feel like well, okay, hold on. There's one more thing. I feel like a lot of reasons why relationships don't work in any sense or, 
you know why people don't get along or what have you just like a lot of human issues are based in communication and miscommunication so that's another reason why and I, th- I think I'm so smart for thinking of that <laughs> uh, so now let's get into the meat of the episode which is my fangirl faces um I am not I'm the type of person that like if I like something I'm gonna have to know everything about it um this goes so deep I don't know where it started from I think it just maybe is my need to like I'm just nosy honestly at the end of the day like I, I'm a, actually let's make it a positive I'm curious like I love to learn <laughs> that's how we're gonna make that into a positive um and I've always been like that so I think once I started getting older and started becoming like a small human I was like okay um there's music and there's like it's not just like the wiggles and stuff like there's like people oh my god another one before the Jonas Brothers there was a naked brothers band and I remember watching them on my big tv in Virginia like we had like a giant I hold on sorry my grandma was trying to wake up my mom so she'll um because that's lunch time (laughs) so actually before before Jonas Brothers was Naked Brothers Band and I remember um I was still living in Virginia I was still like a young gal and they came up on the television I remember we had like a big ass tv but it wasn't like it was like before flat screens were the universal television and so (laughs) it was it had like the giant box in the back it was a huge tv but maybe it was just because I was I was little um and I remember laying my eyes on that wolf and being like I need that man in my little elementary school brain um and I loved him so much but I I mean I didn't even know what like magazines were at the time so I couldn't I all I knew was the television show and I didn't like Rosalina. That's all I knew. Like, it honestly, actually, I felt really conflicted because she she was, like, tan and stuff. And I was like, hmm, maybe we do like her. But then I was like, no, I want Nat. And I really love them. Um, and I would talk about them all the time with my friends from, like, school and church as well. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Shout out Nat Wolf and Alex Wolf. I still love them. They're still really cute. Uh, and then go the biggest I feel like I have really big phases and that's kind of what I want to touch on today uh I have a lot of like smaller ones that were kind of like maybe six months long obsessions but these ones like transcended years and was like a big chunk of my life so first one being the Jonas Brothers um I just have like little one-off stories about them because I was so young I don't remember too much about him I just remember being deeply obsessed with Nick Jonas and um I remember my friend and I we she loved Joe and I liked Nick and she would come over and like play and 
when I lived in Virginia, we didn't like, it was like a big house, but like it was in the middle of the forest. So it wasn't like we had like a lot of space to go. Like physically we had a lot of space, but like it was like a big yard and then we would go into the van that we had and then we would pretend like we were on tour with them or something or like we were just on car rides with them and uh basically like play house in the car I don't know why we went into the car I think it's because like we pretended like to kiss them (laughs) like basically like the Jonas Brothers were like our imaginary friends I guess and we pretend like to kiss them like we would sit in different rows on the van and yeah so (laughs) It's so embarrassing, but we would do that, and I, I don't know, I was deeply obsessed with Nick Jonas, like, even, like, that TikTok that, that has been going around kind of recently about how everybody was so upset that Nick Jonas had diabetes, and I think we all thought, like, he was gonna die or something. That's how they made it seem, like, they made it seem like he was on his way out, and I don't think... That was, like, kind of traumatic for a lot of us young gals that loved him. Um, And then I remember another story that my... I think my aunt still... Every time I see her, because she still lives in Virginia, uh, she tells me every single time. Like, no doubt about it. And it was, like, when she and my uncle were still just dating. And I loved them because they were younger and like everybody else was kind of older in my family he was the youngest uncle so like I think I don't know how old they were I need to ask them how old they were when I did this but I want to say they were like in their 20s like I think they were like fresh out of college so maybe my age oh my gosh I had to ask I had to ask her about that but I asked them to take me I would always ask them if I could go with them places because it was annoying and I remember asking them to take me to Barnes and Noble so I could get the Jonas Brothers album that just came out. And so we went there. I don't remember how old I was at this point. I was definitely like second half of elementary school, like a little bit older. Like I could formulate like whole sentences. I kind of understood what was going on at this point. And I got the album and then um, I was like holding it for dear life, like someone was gonna like take it out of my hands and then I asked if he could like listen to it and we (laughs) she put it in and I remember her saying that I I remember doing this as well I like sat there with my mouth wide open like (laughs) wide open and I she like looked back at me and she was like why are like why is your mouth open like close your mouth and I was like no I can't because if I close my mouth I'm gonna start crying and I did I did start crying (laughs) I love them so much and this is I didn't know that concerts were like a thing at all like it just I didn't I don't think i understood I didn't know where to find out people were going for concerts and um yeah it I didn't know so I'd never got to go to a Jonas Brothers concert unfortunately um my first concert actually was Kanye West yeah and Rihanna and NERD which is like so weird because 
what? Like, why is that my first concert experience? And yeah, I, I love them so deeply and I'm so excited to see them tonight. I, I think it'll, it'll awaken some like memories for me and I'll definitely talk about it next week. So moving on, I'm sure there is something in between, but I can't really remember. Um, but then in middle school, I want to say like eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade. Um, well, all throughout, I think elementary school and okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So elementary school to like middle school, like Step Up came out in the early 2000s. I love the Step Up movies. And I think because of the success of that, or yeah, probably that America's Best Dance Crew came on to MTV. If you don't know what America's Best Dance Crew is basically like a competition reality TV show where there would be dance crews. So that's like, I think like, so you think you can dance is usually like one person or like duos or something. And, um, America's Best Dance Crew would be like dance crews. So it's a groups of people. If you have ever been to Vegas and looking at shows, the Jabberwockies were the first, or if you've been to like Universal Studios Horror Nights, the Jabberwockies were the first winners of America's Best Dance Crew. So, um, that's how they got like their success. It was like that big of a show. And, um, I, I start I watched this season one and I watched it every single season. It was like my favorite show. I just loved dance crews. I thought it was so cool. I still think it's like the coolest thing ever. And ever since then, well, I kind of fell out of it recently, but, um, I was just obsessed with following dance crews. And at this point I could go onto Twitter and Instagram. I had those accounts. So it made it a little bit easier to understand what was going on in the communities. Um, so yeah, I love that show so much and I'm so sad that it's not a thing anymore. I feel like it would be so cool nowadays. Um, maybe if they did it on like YouTube or something, it could be good. I don't know, but I love that show. So I watched it every single season and then I think maybe, I think it was like season 11 or something. It was later. I was seventh or or eighth grade and I was watching the show and then there are a group of young boys, like a lot of boys that are near my age range. And I was like, what is going on? Who are they? And who are they? Who are they individually? And where are they from? How old are they? Like I needed to know everything immediately. Um, I feel like this was a really big moment in pop culture because um, along at the same time, it was like Jersey Shore was still going on and it was like such a peak time for MTV before I I feel like it kind of went on like it's downward um spiral so because these boys were I think it was like they were literally like maybe nine-year-olds to like teenagers like they were so young and perfect age for me to be obsessed with them because they're the same age as me and I yeah I don't remember what I was saying I'm just like all these memories are like coming back to me right now and I'm like oh my gosh I love them so much oh so like their first dance um you get introduced to them through like their dance and they have like a little like clip of explaining who they are so they're like that age of kids and they're from New Jersey 
and they have such a cute little story. They're from like a, uh, what's it called? A studio, a dance studio in Jersey. And oh my gosh, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember looking it up. I remember wanting to go there to like visit and everything. Oh my gosh. Like take a dance class. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so, uh, in their first dance, uh, one of the kids pulls up his shirt and then there was like a sound bite from the situation and he pulled up his shirt and said it and his abs were like airbrushed but I didn't understand that when I was a kid and I remember getting like I was like no that was his actual abs I'm like but now that I'm older I'm like there's no way like an 11 year old can have that defined of abs right is that that's like not correct um and I remember people being like no, it's definitely airbrush, and I would get defensive about it, and it was airbrushed. Like, why was I so mad? It's also not bad if they were airbrushed. Like, it was just a comedic thing for the routine. <laughs> Anyways, I my mind was blown, and I was obsessed, and I followed them throughout the entirety of the show, and they made it to the, f- like, finale, and... They <laughs> and they lost, obviously, because they're not as skilled as some of the other people. But they got so far because, like, I feel like all these teeny g- girls just like needed to like vote for them. And I, I want to be, I want to know somebody that was older at that time to like understand if that was like a big deal in the community or something. Ah, oh, God, I, I really want to know that. Um. But I was so obsessed. Like, I would make edits. Um, I'm going to post some of them on my Instagram for Miscommunicated Pod. So go follow that to go see these edits. I would make edits for them. I would tweet them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would tweet them all the time. I think some of them still follow me on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Let me check if they do. Um, But I ran, like, Facebook pages for them. And... (laughs) I was like deeply in love with these men like these boys not men at the time and it's weird because one not weird but like one of them his he's in a new boy band called yeah oh my god (laughs) in a new band called uh pretty much and he is Nick if you know who pretty much is and when oh my gosh this is so crazy yeah so nick still follows me on twitter and i think it was madison as well but nick and Vinny were like my favorite yeah madison follows me too does Vinny still have a oh my god he follows me too hello This is so crazy. Yeah, so I remember... Okay, I remember how I got Madison to follow me. Because remember... I don't know if you were, like... If anybody... I don't know what age you are listening to this. But at this time on Twitter, um, it was kind of like when celebrities or, like, media people were, like, super active on Twitter. And they would do these things where um if you retweeted they would like follow you or something and I think that's how like I got Vinny and Madison to follow me but Nick 
I had a conversation. Oh my gosh, let me see if I can pull it up. And oh my gosh, Nick Mara. I remember Nick saying something about chicken nuggets. And oh my gosh, I should have prepared this, but I forgot this happened. I had like a whole ass different username. Oh my god. Oh, I wish I had like the actual things. I can't find it anymore because like I had like a different username at that time. But basically, he was saying something about chicken nuggets and. I was saying like oh if he follows me I'll send him chicken nuggets or something like that or when I see him I'll I'll give him chicken nuggets and then he saw it and like replied to it I don't know what he said I'll go like try to find it after this podcast and if I find it I'll put it on the Instagram but he replied to it and said something and I I literally just remember like screaming and being like oh my god I can't believe he saw me oh my gosh she noticed me um and that was like the time that like people would say like in their bios I don't think I ever did this but if you had like a favorite he would be like Nick noticed times one (laughs) Nick followed and then you put the date that he followed I don't think I did that but um I was so shook that he responded to me and then he followed me and I just remember that being such like a happy moment because I was I would love them um and so I did that and then I also One Direction was coming out at like the same time um as like I was like loving Iconic Boys and so I started writing like fan fiction but I would put myself in the fan fiction and I would put like all my friends like my mutuals from Twitter and like Facebook into it oh my gosh it's so cringy maybe I'll post like an excerpt of that too because I definitely have those like I copied and pasted them because I was like this is gold like I need to like like (laughs) put this in a museum or something like it's so bad um but it's hilarious because why did I do that and why did I combine Iconic Boys with One Direction? I don't know. But I made a lot of friends through it. I feel like I still have a lot of people that follow me still to this day that I met because of Iconic Boys. I'm pretty sure even recently, like, I met this girl in person and she told me that she, like, we're mutuals. And I was like, oh my gosh, from what? And she said, I think she said Iconic Boys. It was either Iconic Boys or One Direction or both. Um, so that's crazy because it's been so long and I, oh my gosh, what else did I do? I did so much. I got all their merchandise. Oh my gosh. I want to like see if they still have some. I have their sweatpants still, but I wish I kept their shirts because I don't know. I don't think I would have thrown them away. So I don't know what my parents did with them. And I had all their merch and then I would like deck out my binders with pictures of them I would do this for One Direction as well and I got these shoes that sponsored them I had to have them they were so expensive my dad still brings it up to this day 
he was like remember those really expensive shoes that you had to have and then I never wore them because I didn't know how to style them they were called Vlado shoes <laughs> I feel like if you were like a dancer at that time you would you would know what that is um so yeah I love them I even got like a airbrush shirt that said iconic boys on it like I was full-fledged obsessed and there was another one I named Vinny and he well actually I don't know their pronouns because I remember I don't remember if they are non-binary now I don't think that much of a social media presence but I'm just gonna uh say Vinny so Vinny was like one of my favorites and I remember it was kind of he left or they left the iconic boys group um a little bit after the show ended and they came to Los Angeles and I was like I have to meet Vinny like I have to meet I had to meet them so I went to go meet <laughs> it it was so weird it was like in a random like hotel <clears throat> like conference room and Vinny was just like sitting there with a bunch of like like uh headshots of themselves and <laughs> and I was like mind blown it was just such a weird experience and I remember just being so happy it was so crazy to like see Vinny in real life I had to find that picture too I was so happy and I was so tan. I think I was wearing like a Marilyn Monroe shirt or something. But it was super cool. I don't think much came of it. But because you know like how at that age you would like build it up to be way bigger than it is. Um, so yeah. That's crazy. I, I'm i going to go back and watch videos of them. And I'm also going to go find pictures. And maybe find tweets that I sent them. Because so cringy. Um, it's so crazy. It's so crazy to reflect on. I think one of them is, like, TikTok famous now. I think Mikey, the one with the abs, I think he's, like, TikTok famous now. Anyways, so that leads us into One Direction. As I said earlier, I um, wrote fan fiction with both of them in it. So, like, basically, I would I wrote myself, like, a, like a love triangle story, essentially. Um, I think at that point, I really liked Nick. And I think it was Nick and Zane. I want to say I think I, I flip between Nick and Vinny I can't pick favorites guys I have to switch between like Nick and Vinny sometimes Madison and <laughs> and then um uh, One Direction I would switch between like um Harry and Zane <laughs> as like my favorites uh so One Direction you guys know like you we love One Direction and I went to every single tour that they had in America I'm wearing my uh up all night tour shirt right now and I <clears throat> I'm trying to like think about I think I still it was like towards the end of their time on X Factor when I figured out about them because I kept on seeing things about Twitter on Twitter about these boys and I needed to know what was going on so I think I watched or maybe it wasn't no I think I I think that was like a lie I told myself to make myself seem cooler so I think I actually hold on let me try to remember what is reality because my deranged ass brain would like make up things to make me seem like cooler like a cooler fan or something I'm pretty sure I watched what makes you beautiful I'm I'm 
Yes. So I watched What Makes You Beautiful because I kept on seeing it on Twitter at the time and I was like, who the F is that? And so I watched it. I um, I think the first person you see is Zane. Or is it Louie? I don't know. Zane is one of the first people you see, though. And I was like, my mind is blown. I think this person is so beautiful. I I love him. I love him so deeply already. And then I saw Harry, obviously so cute. And I think this just the entire group as a unit, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, I love them and I need to have them. So I um, became obsessed. I watched all of the X Factor videos and I became like a stan on Twitter. I don't think I ever had like a dedicated one her like fandom like how people usually do I just had like one twitter account that was like for me but I was like a fangirl twitter account um so yeah I went to all their concerts and oh my gosh and then like you know like I think they started like my obsession with London and like I needed to like go to London at some point in my life so they probably were the reason why I chose London to study abroad I feel like that's a a common experience for a lot of people that loved One Direction at some point um so I I just remember just being deeply obsessed I don't think I did anything super crazy because at that point I was also obsessed with YouTubers and it was a lot more accessible for me to spend my time actually going try to like meet YouTubers but it, it also made me a lot of friends um so I that's why I love One Direction so much and they have like such a big place in my heart is because they allowed me to like make so many friends from like school I remember um on the first day one year um on gym class the first day of gym class we just met inside the gym and we would just like take attendance and they would like speak to us and I remember sitting there with my friends and I turned around and I saw this girl had a Nile bracelet on and I asked her I said I was like oh my gosh you like One Direction I love One Direction too I have the Harry bracelet and the Zane bracelet and we became really good friends after that so um I really that's so crazy and she she was such a good friend we're not very close anymore but she was great I literally looked up to her so much because she was like the fashion icon in high school and I think she's doing well maybe I should like maybe we should chat I think she's in the area (laughs) um but yeah it was just so cool and it was just such like a fun wholesome experience for me like I remember just feeling like it was such a community you know like I don't think I ever really got into like the toxic side of it that some people say there was I just was very much rainbows and sunshine like I love these five boys four boys from England and one Irish boy like I was very much just like not healthy obsessed because I still love them I think a little bit too much but I would just like see what was happening on Twitter and like talk about it and I because I was like a Zane girl as well like when he left it was I was just really sad I don't remember like deeply what happened I was just like oh I was just sad you know like normal amount of sad um but I was really obsessed with them and 
I remember it's so funny to think about that like I would go to the swap meet um the one that I sell at now and I would go to find like one direction things um so I remember I got like a one direction poster oh my gosh I wish that guy was still there there was used to be like two vendors that would sell posters of like popular artists at the time um and I wish they were still there that would have been that would be so cool um but I remember I used to have like you see all the posts well you don't see it but if you follow me on TikTok or you you know like I have like movie posters all over my room and it used to just be like One Direction, Justin Bieber, Iconic Boys, concert tickets, wristbands like I put every single item on my wall it was kind of iconic I I wish I don't know if I have a picture of it I'm sure my mom has a picture of it somewhere but I basically put any thing that I got like from being a fangirl on my wall and the focal point was this giant poster from One Direction um yeah it was so cool and then I remember the last concert they had the one without Zayn I went it was at the stadium tour right and I went by myself um and it was honestly really cool like I just stayed on my seat the whole time I mean at One Direction concerts I feel like you never left or like at this time in my life I if I went to a concert or something I would never leave but now now that I'm older I'm like "Mm, uh, this is a song that I don't necessarily love so like I'm just gonna go but that didn't exist at that time in my life so yeah oh my gosh I love One Direction I I swear this like gets more interesting the more we get into YouTubers because I have a lot of stories with like YouTubers and stuff um I briefly want to mention that I tried to be a Tumblr gal. I'm laying down now. Um, I, <laughs> I was like a Tumblr girl, but like I used Tumblr in the least amount of sense because I just didn't understand how to work it. But um, I loved Maddie Healy from <laughs> the 1975, and I loved the Arctic Monkeys, and I feel like that was just kind of like a thing that you kind of fell into if you were like a Twitter girl um so yeah I just wanted to mention that because I remember getting a lot of merch for 1995 and I still they're still like one of my favorite bands to this day so shout out Matt Healy I love you um next (laughs) is my youtubers and viners phase um there's so much to say about this and I'm, I'm sure I'll have more stories that like come to my mind as I reflect on this time of my life because it was just such a big chunk of it because they made all their like um events and stuff like pretty accessible like ticket wise and like you knew where they were gonna be and it was like kind of guaranteed that you were gonna like meet them for the most part so um I loved O2L um my favorite I feel like everyone's kind of favorite is Kian but because he's like you know how like that thing where they might be like too hot and like (laughs) not like accessible to you somehow so I don't know if that made any sense so I loved Kian but I also loved JC and I liked I liked Sam too a lot so you could imagine my excitement when Kian and JC made their own like channel together I still watch them to this day I I think they're so funny um but I loved O2L I loved Lil Anthony, that's a Jack, Jenix Penn, 
um oh my gosh everybody i'm like thinking who else i have pictures i have so many pictures and um i went to <clears throat> digifest in la and i met all of them i made like a little hand for me like a little collab picture of him and for viners i loved the madcon boys like i really did i didn't get it at first but um okay uh, okay let's start here because i think digifest was after this so sam Podorf had his 18th birthday party and he made it like a public event so you could buy tickets to his 18th birthday party and so i went obviously and i met so many people but at this time like i wasn't like the type i feel like sometimes fangirls can be like really aggressive and i used to have like i still have anxiety but i used to have really really bad social anxiety that like i didn't realize was social anxiety at the time so um i just would get like really shy and like i wouldn't i would let girls like kind of like step all over me and like um take pictures before me even though like i was obviously there at first you know it was like that and so i met sam of course i met like a bunch of youtubers that day but i remember um before this all my friends were talking about this cameron dallas guy and i was like who the f is cameron dallas and and they showed me him and i was like mm, like i don't really get it like whatever it's whatever i love like i like the comedy people and vine at the time and so i heard that cameron dallas was outside and so i walked outside and <laughs> hold on i need to get the framing right because i'm gonna clip this one onto youtube or tiktok so i hear that cameron dallas is outside and i am like okay like i'm gonna take a picture with him so i can like show my friends from school and like church and so i can make them jealous because i think that's funny so i go outside and he's there and all my friends go take pictures with him because they actually liked him at the time so i was like you go ahead go first and so i was the last one and so i remember he i was just going in for like a regular picture and then he like stopped me and then like put me in front of him and then put his arms around me and i forget how old i was at the time but i was probably like 13 or like 14 15 at the time between those ages but you know like if i got any male attention i was like in love so i took that as a sign that cameron dallas loved me and now i loved him so he took the picture i have that picture for sure so here's the picture um if you don't if you're listening to the podcast it's on my instagram and i became a cameron dallas fan after that i and he was like really nice when i met him and yeah so that's how i became a cameron dallas fan <laughs> because i got attention from him and all of my friends that were with me were like what the heck was that about and i was like i know right like what the heck was that about and i was like i was just on cloud nine after that like my day could not be beat at that time um that's probably all i was thinking about for the rest of the day so after that became a cameron dallas fan i think this was before MagCon was a thing i think it was still like when he was just like 
coming up and like popping off how weird is it though that Cameron Dallas was at Sam Potter's like 18th birthday party that's so weird um so yeah I love Cameron Dallas after that so and then after that I think I think probably like right after that if not within the next couple months MadCon became a thing and so naturally I got into like Nash Greer and uh Jack and Jack and Sean Mendez so weird to think about and so um yeah I became obsessed with them as well and then I got to Digifest so I went to Digifest and there was a lot of people there Noah Cyrus was there for some reason and I have a bunch of Frankie Grande was there for some reason uh all these random YouTubers were there and I took pictures of every everybody because I I loved everybody so much and oh my god Acacia Brindley was there too guys how weird I definitely have a picture with Acacia but I remember not liking her at the time so I um I was like mad that she got my picture because she was standing next to like B Miller who was like on the X Factor and I liked her and then Acacia got on my picture with her I have this awful picture of Troy Sivan remember Troy Sivan used to be a YouTuber and I met Rebecca Black and oh my gosh I think he photobombed my picture with Rebecca Black and I remember tweeting it at Troy Sivan and I said what is this monstrosity and he he replied and he's like what the heck is that so I'll have to find that picture too um uh, this is just so like I'm just so happy thinking about this like it's so crazy to like reflect on it because it's it is kind of cringy but it also was like what made me so genuinely happy at the time like I genuinely thought when I recorded this episode I would just be like cringing the whole time but it's just like why cringe about something that made me so happy at the time you know like this is like my life and so um I remember I bring I brought gifts for people I would always bring like tie-dye shirts and stuff I, I brought JC a tie-dye shirt that day and this was like I think this was like when I was like in my peak JC fangirl phase so I gave him a tie-dye shirt and um yeah he wore it actually I remember I have a picture I think of him wearing it and that was crazy and then I went downstairs I was like not paying attention to any of the performances like at Digifest like I didn't care about the performances I just wanted to like meet people (laughs) so I would stand at this like gate that was like kind of on the way to the stage so a lot of people would stop there and take pictures I think that's where I like met Noah Cyrus and stuff um but Cameron Dallas came and like I was like fully like this is gonna be like my YN moment like he this is we're just slowly falling in love with each other every time we meet I met Cameron Dallas like five times guys like it was like excessive um and I remember asking him to kiss me on the cheek and he did and like I was just beaming about him kissing me on the cheek and I yeah I just met so many people a day those are like my favorite times and then there was another random one where it was called Brave Fest and it was in San Diego and I lived in San Diego at the time I I live in San Diego currently but um a lot of people especially with Viners were there as well so um I remember Toddy Smith was there you you know from like the vlog squad like Todd the one that's dating Natalie he was there Scotty Sire was there but Scotty was dating Allie Allie Cat at the time oh my gosh so weird and I remember loving Todd through Scotty because of Vine 
oh my god it's just so weird to think of like the trajectory they got they went on like it's so weird but i have a picture with todd oh my gosh and a bunch of like different viners and like random like little boy bands i feel like everybody's trying to like be a boy band at that time so there was like so many i think the one i'm thinking about is midnight sky i want to say that was their name um and the big event was cameron dallas and nash greer so i got me and greet for them the only thing about like those type of events is like the meet and greet lines are just so long and you don't need game to enjoy enjoy the event so like obviously i'm going to spend time trying to like meet people rather than watch performances because that's kind of like what i was interested in at the time so um waiting in line to meet cameron and nash and i made cameron this um <laughs> this like cd and it was just like a, a bunch of songs that i wanted him to listen to and i made nash like a a tie-dye shirt so i was so nervous in line and i finally got up there i'm sure i still have the video somewhere i'll, I'll try to find it but i remember giving it to cameron and he was like so thankful he he was always so sweet when i met him like obviously he's he's gonna be sweet but he was just like so fucking sweet and i think that's why like <laughs> i'll always have a spot soft spot for cameron dallas but um I gave him the CD, he hugged me, and I literally thought we were going to get married. I was like, oh my god, this is it. This is this is my moment. And then I gave Cameron, or no, I gave Nash the uh, tie-dye shirt, and he wore it eventually. And yeah, it was, it was just, I don't remember what words were exchanged because I was so nervous at the time, but you know, it, it meant so much to me at the time, and I, I mean, I don't know if he ever listened to it, I don't know if he lost it, I don't know, but it didn't, it didn't matter at the time, I just was, like, so happy to be there, and so happy to meet them, and just, like, it was, like, kind of, like, a crush feeling, like, you get, like, whenever something happens with your crush, and, like, it goes well, and they give you a hug, and, like, you're just so happy, and, like, for some reason, Cameron Dallas was that for me, so it was, like, really sweet and endearing, so thank you, Cameron Dallas, for always being nice to me as, like, and I feel like especially because, like, I, I was, I've always been, like, chubby and, like, overweight, so, like, I genuinely didn't get any attention from guys, so the fact that, like, one of the quote-unquote hottest guys at the time, like, was always so nice to me I, I think it just it just made me happy so thank you Cameron Dallas for that <laughs> um it's so interesting also to see how his life changed I'm not entirely too sure what happened to him I'll have to read up on it but um I hope he's doing well because you really helped me like as a young girl like not be so I don't know like weird with guys or something i don't know like it was just like it really was like a, a true crush on camera dallas um which leads me to maccon so of course i went to maccon of course i went to maccon come on now i would not be a youtube vine stan if i didn't go to maccon so i tried i remember maccon tickets came out when I was at church <laughs> and i was trying so hard to get maccon tickets and i tried to get vip but I didn't get VIP. I got general mission, which is honestly a scam. Who Who is that guy? What's his name? Bart? Fuck you, Bart. General mission should not be a thing. At me. It's literally called meet and greet convention. So it, it, it's so, it's so weird to think about. But I went 
I went the day before because MacCon was like two days. So, but it was like the same thing happened both days, I think. Um, so the first day that they were in San Diego, I like begged my mom and dad to take me to the hotel so I could just like stay, like just hang out there. And they didn't want to, they want to go on a hike. And I was just like throwing a fit about it because I was annoying teenage girl. And I was like, listening to music and I was being moody and I was like trying to pretend I was asleep and I wasn't I was just like yeah I was just not looking at where we're going and then I started to notice that we were going to downtown which is where the hotel was so we they end up going to Seaport Village this is not gonna make any sense if you don't live in San Diego but Seaport Village is up oh my god let me let me map it let me map how long I trekked. So they went to Seaport Village and they were like, we're going to walk around on the bay. You can go, um, you can go walk to the hotel if you want to. And when I tell you guys, I ran, I ran, I literally ran from, (laughs) I ran from Seaport Village to the Hilton Bayfront hotel and in between that is the convention center so it's like seaport village the convention center and then it's the hilton bayfront hotel so it's a 0.8 mile walk and i ran it i ran i don't oh i don't usually run for anything i was like the girl that like walked and the walk the mile that was me so I ran I ran from Seaport Village to the Hilton and I um (laughs) and I (laughs) watched them play football it was so funny and then I saw that they were like starting to leave like they were just playing football and and there was like a patchy grass in front of the hotel they were just playing football and there was just probably a hundred teen girls and also their parents just standing over behind them um watching them play football it was so weird and so I saw that they were packing up so I was like okay they're gonna start walking towards the hotel so I start walking towards the hotel and I feel like a a person right next to me like pressing into my arm and I was like oh my god who the f girl give me some freaking personal space and I look next to me don't see a face I see chest I look up it's Jack Galinsky <laughs> and I was like what the fuck oh my god and then I panicked because I got anxiety and I didn't do anything I didn't even get a picture I was trying to play it cool that was another thing I was like I'm just gonna play it cool because like I want to be their friend like girl they don't remember you just take the picture <laughs> and um that was crazy so I thought that was like a big deal and I remember meeting oh my gosh Crawford Collins um if you know you know um he's like friends with JC now I think so that's crazy yeah 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 he like lives with JC Kalen now oh my god it's so weird to like see where everybody ended up um so yeah that was kind of it I think and then I remember Carter oh my god Carter Reynolds he like ran he was like running around like physically running around and like girls were like chasing him I I thought that was weird I I don't think you should chase people that's kind of that's not cool to do that's kind of scary for that person that you're chasing um and then I came back the second day to go actually go to MacCon and at that time 
you got to if you made a sign um and it was cool you got to get pulled um to do the actual meet and greet that was a thing that was a literal thing that happened every single MadCon. um and so i made the sign because i was like okay how can i be like creative um and it'll it'll be unique and i don't think anybody will have it so i was thinking i was like san diego like what is what is san diego like what is popular the zoo cool let me go onto san diego zoo's website let me look up what exact fucking animals that they have and let me pick an animal that i think reminds me of each boy i didn't have to do all of that i could have just thought of like regular ass zoo animals and just do that but i literally went onto san diego zoo website and picked exact animals that they had that reminded me of the madcon boys and i printed out a picture of the animal and i printed a picture out of the boy and i put cut out the picture cut out the head of each madcon boy and put it onto the body of <laughs> the animal every single one i wrote their name and i wrote an animal they were and i put the madcon zoo at the top of it i think maybe i put the madcon san diego zoo I put in the work. It was such a cute poster and I was really proud of it. And then I remember when I got there, I was like scoping out everybody else's um, posters because I was nosy and I wanted to make sure that like I had a chance to like meet them, of course. So I <laughs> look around and I'm like, okay, for sure my poster is the best one here. So I'm definitely going to meet them. So I was like chilling. I just kept on holding up my poster and like walking around stuff and they never picked anybody they didn't pick anyone and that was the first mad con that they didn't pick anybody that made posters to to go meet them so i was pissed i was so pissed and i mean majority of the time they're not even doing things so the majority of the time the people in general mission are just watching all of the um boys meet other girls so that's not fun what the hell and then like every so often i think maybe they went on stage like three four times and they would like do stupid things and sean mendez wasn't even there at my at my MadCon, and they did like that stupid lipstick dance so lipstick by Lil mama and it was like a popular sound on vine and they just did like a silly small little dance it was literally just like you cross your legs and then like do a little jig i don't know how to explain it i definitely have a video of it it'll definitely be on the instagram um so <laughs> we would just watch them do that and then they wouldn't do anything they sean wasn't there like what are they supposed to do and this is like before all of them did like music and stuff so it was literally just watching them just goof around on stage and i didn't <laughs> i was so mad i think i left early because i was like well, i don't want to just sit here like what what am i doing so i left um after i realized that they it was too late for them to like pull anybody for posters because i knew like the time that they picked the people for the posters and i was like okay well fuck this and i remember it being on twitter that like yeah they didn't pick anybody that had posters so a scam a fucking scam i put in the work and i never even got to like meet all the guys um but later i did get to meet jack and jack um i want to save that story though for when 
my friend Natalie comes onto the podcast because it like coincides to like the birth of our friendship. So um, I'm gonna save that story, but it is such a good story, and I can't wait to have her on so we can like tell it because it was like the final nail in the coffin that we were gonna destined to be besties in high school. Um, um, and then I think that's like kind of it. I have like mild phases about like I was like a Disney adult a little bit like I love Disney and I still do to this day um I'm actually like waiting to (laughs) buy magic key passes I I've had it open for probably like before I started recording this podcast so over an hour and I'm still not anywhere close to like getting them it's crazy um but hopefully that'll figure itself out before I have to leave for this Jonas Brothers concert. Um, and then I have a phase, I had like a really big phase with Brockhampton as well, but because of like all the drama and stuff, I, I think, and because of time's sake, I think maybe I'll save it. I think I'll save it maybe for when Natalie comes on too, because I think she can also attest to that time of my life, um, and reflect about that. But I thought I would keep this one like very pure and like very 2014 to like 2018 not 2018 2016 was it long oh my god it was probably like oh my god it was definitely like 2010 to like 2016 2017 2016 I want to say 2016 um that was such a like big part of my life and honestly it was so fun like it this episode definitely didn't turn out how I thought it was going to I thought I was just gonna be cringing at myself the whole time but it was genuinely such like a good part of my life and I think it helped me become internet savvy and like I don't know I feel like I learned a lot of good skills like knowing when like things drop at a certain time and being good at like getting taken and stuff like stupid shit like that like it, it gave me those skills and um it helped me make a lot of friends on the internet and realizing that the internet can be used for good if you want it to um and definitely planted the seed for me doing tiktok nowadays so um yeah i hope you guys enjoyed listening to my fangirl stories this went on for a whole hour and 10 minutes of me just like spitballing about (laughs) my fangirl experiences but i hope it was enjoyable for you guys to listen to and um i'll see you next week And let me know if you guys have fangirl stories. Come to my Instagram and talk to me about your fangirl stories because I think it's so fun to, like, reflect on that time. Because it's it's so pure and, like, magical, honestly. So, yeah. Um, I'll see you guys next week. And wish me luck at this Jonas Brothers concert. (laughs) Bye.